The Torah content from now through Pesach has been sponsored by the Kofsky family in loving memory of Adira, who loved big ideas and asking big questions. This is Marcus Aurelius, book two, paragraph five. And just a heads up, um, in this new translation I'm using, then there's, uh, in this paragraph, there's an ellipsis, uh, which I assume means that there was something lacking in the manuscript. So when I get there, I'm just going to say dot, dot, dot. Okay. Each moment, think valiantly, as becomes a Roman and a man, to do what is to your hand, with precise dot, 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 and unaffected dignity, natural love, freedom, and justice, and to give yourself repose from every other imagination. And so you will, if only you do each act as though it were your last, freed from every random aim, from willful turning away from the directing reason, from pretense, self-love, and displeasure with what is allotted to you. You see how few things a man need master in order to live a smooth and God-fearing life. For God himself will, will require nothing more of him who keeps these precepts. So um, the thing that jumps out at me the most here is uh, if you do each act as though it were your last. So nowadays, uh, I, I don't know how if it was cliche back then, but nowadays the notion of like live each day as though it were your last is, I mean, it's cliche, right? We, we hear that a lot. But what I, I like about what he says is he kind of spells out the implications. He says, if you do each, if you do each act as though it were your last... But then he says, freed from every random aim. So stop there for one second. Let's say you knew you only had a day left or you know you, you knew you only had a few moments left. So you would not act randomly. You would act with intention. You would, you would know what you're doing and why you were doing it. And you would do things based on the reasons that you, uh, that you, you decided on ahead of time. Um, uh, free from willful turning away from the directing reason. So th that's another implication. I think we all have that uh, feeling where... Um, you know that you're about to act against reason and you just kind of shut it out of your mind. Uh, and it sounds like what he's advocating here is um, when you sense that, if you resist that desire to turn away from reason, that could build up a habit. Uh, you, know, you could build up that habit of resisting the pull away from reason, um, which again, we call the Yitzhahara. Um, from pretense, again, similarly, like, I, I, I mean, at least... I, I hope I, I realize this, but like, you know, sometimes when I do actions, then I, I'm doing it with, a, a, with an awareness of, of a certain type of self-image I'm projecting or an awareness of the way people view me. Uh, and that could make my actions, you know, artificially geared towards finding favor in the eyes of other people, you know? Um, and so when you sense that you're going to act for that reason, look, I mean, if, if a person's going to die, I mean, uh, then if this is his last day, he probably won't care as much about uh, what other people think, I, I hope. Um, and so that, that again, he's, he's saying, you know, seize upon that feeling. When you feel yourself about to act from pretense, then, um, you know, then, then catch yourself and, uh, and remind yourself that that is not a... Uh, not a productive or virtuous habit. Um, I don't know what he means by self-love. I don't know if he means like egotism. I'm not sure what he means. Uh, and displeasure from what has allotted you to you. Again, similarly, if if you knew that you were in your last moments, uh, your gratitude for the time remaining would, uh, I, I assume, would skyrocket. And uh, and he's saying that that potentially that could be at every moment. Um, it is interesting that uh, Chazal's version of this is not 
to do each act as though it were your last, but to do tshuva one day before you die, which obviously the, you know, the classical interpretation is, you know, you don't know when you're going to die, so you should do tshuva every day. But the concept of doing tshuva every day as if it were your last versus doing each act with intention as if it were your last, uh, I think that's a difference. I think there's a big difference there, and I think that bears some thought. Um, lastly, that last line, if you see how few things a man need master in order to live a smooth and God-fearing life, um, for God himself will require nothing more of he who keeps these precepts. I couldn't help but associate to Moshe Rabbeinu's statement um, in Dvarim, And now Israel, what does Hashem your God ask of you? Only to fear Hashem your God. Um, to follow in his, in, in his ways, to love him, to serve your, Hashem your God with all your heart and all your soul. Now obviously that's saying something different than Marcus Aurelius is saying, but the the style of the statement is very similar, which is that this is the basic, you know, these are the basics. This is really all uh, the fundamentals that everything else is in service of. And sometimes if you keep your your eye on those main points, then that'll help frame everything else in, in, in a positive way. I'm just thinking now of an anecdote that Rabbi Sachs told me. Um, I, I don't remember exactly. Uh, I, 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 uh, he said it was his, uh, I think he said his uncle had a tool shed and the tool shed had tons of tools all over the walls. And when he was a little kid, when Roy Sachs was a little kid, he said like, how did you ever learn how to use all these tools, you know, these tools in the tool shed? And, um, and his uncle said, well, I, I didn't start off with all these tools. I started off with a hammer, a wrench and a screwdriver and I tinkered around and, you know, I, I tried fixing this or I tried you know, making this and, you know, I'm tinkering around with the, uh, with the, the wrench and, uh, and I realized, like, okay, okay I, I need another kind of wrench that does this little other thing. And so I bought another wrench uh, to suit that need. And then I need another screwdriver that has this specification instead of that one. So he slowly branched out from those initial three tools. But since he since he 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 oriented himself to all the 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 many tools in the tool shed from the basics, so then he was familiar with all of the particulars via the fundamentals, via the basics. And that's like the sense I get from Moshe Rabbeinu's statement. And from Marcus Aurelius' statement here, which is that these are the main headings. You know, Yiras Hashem, uh, walking in his ways, Ahavas Hashem, and Avodas Hashem, And if you frame everything in your Avodas Hashem, all of the 613 mitzvot and all the manifold halachos in terms of those fundamentals, and you, you, you constantly contemplate the fundamentals and view all the particulars in light of them, so then then it will make all the particulars more accessible and you'll be more successful in, uh, in implementing them.